All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FBL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Brian Shusko. All right. Third and final episode of the week. This is the one where we just give the final word on the matches themselves that have happened in Game Week 31. Now, we're recording this on Monday night, so we do not know yet as we sit here how Burnley Everton will turn out. But we know how Burnley never. I'm sure did. it will be a firecracker. It'll be a <laughs> relegation six pointer. Yeah, legit. It's a massive game. It's week a 31. massive. It'll be a nil nil game. It'll be boring. Say someone say squeaky bum time. <laughs> it 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 <laughs> is kind of squeaky bum time. You just them. did. No, one, I'm not saying it. No one's bum is squeakier though than Frank Lampard's. Wow, it's true. Squeakiest bum in England. That's true. You heard it here first. We're going to go through the matches. Dave, you said before we started recording that this podcast needs its segments back. Yep. Well, that's what this episode's going to be. we got to commit to them. I think uh, we, th- those are things we do that no one else does, Scott. Well, I'm going to give you a Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award. Love oh, it. fantastic. I'm going to give you a Scott Stat of the Day. I love it. I'm going to give you an honorary meaningless fantasy half point. I love Beautiful. that. And then I didn't tell you this, but you're going to give me an Arsenal moment at the end. For yes. sure. All right. I love Perfect. it. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Perfect. So we're gonna go through the matches, like I said, discuss the things that that, that haven't been discussed yet uh, in the first couple episodes of this pod, in only the way that we can do. Before I go into that, I I know we said this in the previous two episodes. Bear with me. I want to make sure that everybody hears this. Yeah. No matter who's listening to this I podcast, like I want to make sure that you know we are gonna do our own homemade FPL America podcast cup competition yes qualifying has happened already game week 31 was qualifying but fear not you might have had the worst week in game week 31 all that means is that you're going to start the cup competition in game week 32 everybody's in the cup starting in game week 32 all the details for how this competition is going to be set up will be found on our patreon page so if you want to know how you're doing obviously you can keep listening to this podcast between now and the end of the season but also check out our patreon page Patreon.com, look for FPL America Podcast. Plug complete. Brian, lead me in. Let's talk about what happened so far in Game Week 31. I'm going to go in the order of the matches as they happened. And so I'm going to start with Liverpool defeating Watford 2-0, which temporarily put them first in the table. Which is a big deal because we thought it was over with in December. It really, really did. Now, I captained Mo Salah and got as did I, little. And I shouldn't have. Yeah, he gave you a three times two as a captain. All I thought after that happened was I made not chicken moves before this week. Why did I be so chicken 
this with week. my captain selection. Yeah. I agree. I, I kept thinking that it was the whole too time. late. Yeah, and I I wish I would have gone. You with, know my with captain. A cane you know son. who my captain was on the whole all of the international break until before the deadline. Son. Like until no, it was on Andy Robertson. Oh wow, my captain was on Andy Robertson the entire time, and I just thought. Why would I doubt him in this match? Yeah. And it would have been, I mean, it would have been a little better. Uh, whatever. It's My vice was son, and I completely regret not going with, with that. If and you've been following our episodes this week, you know that uh, none of us on this podcast have Trent Alexander-Arnold, which is just fine because I don't think he played a minute in this match. I know he started he out He did the not match. play. Neither did Luis Diaz. Neither did Luis but, Diaz. And Sadio Mane didn't come on till late. Luis Diaz was... A late call to not start. So that one to me was a weird one that he didn't get on. I feel, like right, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a weird one. But also, it's I, Watford, and there's no reason to risk him right. when the game's in hand all the way to the very end. There, I mean, Liverpool is in every competition still, too. They will use yeah. every bit of player on their squad between now and the end of the season. I know we talked about Jota in the last one, but are you? is there a Jota-Diaz-Mane rotation? Or or is this or is Joda done enough? Uh, not oh, done they'll enough. rotate. Not even not. I don't want to say he's done enough because he has done enough. The fact is that they have three players that are function in those spaces. I just can't imagine they all they need all of those guys for all the competitions in the league. Though there's no way that all of those guys stay in there all the time. The thing that might help you if you have any of those guys for FPL is that their Champions League opponent is Benfica. Okay. And Klopp might think he can kind of do a Watford with the lineup a little bit and okay. maybe still see it through to the semifinals. Joe Gomez is playing that one, not Trent. I, I would assume so, at least starting. Maybe Trent comes off the bench to get warmed up. Gomez looked great, by the way. Yeah, no issues there. I, I would say, too, I found it fascinating that with Salah off the pitch for the penalty kick, it was Fabinho who took it, and it was a, it was a delightful penalty kick. I was hoping Matip was going to take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I was playing Matip, I'm like, yeah. isn't like a someone else weird going to be taking this penalty They should kick? let Allison take it. Matip can't score unless he's driving it, you know, he's dribbling it 40 yards first. Okay. Then he can put the well, goal in. Whatever. All right, moving on to Burnley nil, City 2. This is where... It's not a shock, but no. we were kind of hoping for like a little stumble. Or something, right? <laughs> City, the, stum- the stumble City. happened. It, it already happened. The palace, the palace, the palace, palace was stumble. Yeah. City sees first place again, and now it's set up perfectly. We haven't even gotten into the fact that, well, we have a little bit. Game week thirty-two is potentially the title decider. You should ask. It could Jeff. be. You should ask Jeff at the academy to put that one on the big screen. That's true. That's, that's very true. Interesting. I would that's say that's, that's 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 theater screen sun, worthy. Sun, it's on a Sunday. It's Sunday eleven thirty. Oh, Sunday eleven thirty. What a game! What a game! The word that I would describe both Liverpool and City's performances would be workmanlike. I think yeah. one of the, I think the Liverpool announcer actually used that word at the end of the match. And the way the city the way City was described was at tor- like in the. Basically, once it was it was under control, is that they weren't even trying to push for another goal. They could have gotten one if they had been maybe a little more clinical, well, but they were more more than happy to just kick the ball. In it there. didn't help that Jesus has lost any ability to score a goal. True, uh, he did hit the he did hit the bar. So, all right, looking briefly at Burnley, uh, what's Veghorst? How do you pronounce his first name? Vout. Vout. Okay, so you know it starts with a W. And so when I thought maybe it was Wout, I put Wout won't. 
<laughs> okay. So instead, now it's Vout yeah. won't, which isn't quite the same. Oh, you could just say Vout won't. Scott's. <laughs> that's true. Just go straight Dracula yeah, on the it. Bees. Uh, Scott's stat of the day is here. It's about Leghorse. And now it's time for Scott's stat of the day. Uh-huh. One goal for Burnley. Do you remember when he came out blazing? Blazing, yeah. After he was signed in January, yeah. one goal. It's been a desert, Scott. Yeah. And I went to him. I, I kind of tell him, yeah, like, hey, I, I think this is something that's worth going to. I put my money where my mouth was, and uh, boy, has that just been a dumpster well, fire. Yeah. It'll, it's, you'd think he should find a little bit more space and maybe a slightly easier time against Everton and then Norwich next week. But uh, there's nothing really encouraging about it. No. This is why I feel like we, it, we didn't predict it. I don't, it just seemed weird to think that he's the guy. You know what will make a difference? So, Cornet didn't start this match. Yeah. He will start against Everton. I thought... I, I, think, that, I think that will make such a difference. I he, thought I'd go to him in, like, late February, and he'd be a no-brainer in my lineup to the rest of the season. Yeah. With all the matches in hand that Burnley had right. at the time, I'm glad I didn't. At no, no point sure. could I go to him. I just think he's a bit like a, he's a bit like the poor man's uh, same maximum. He just changes what they do. That's true. And so I just think it'll make uh, it'll make a difference if he's fit, playing, starting. You know, just what he's capable of doing with the ball at his feet is so much different and better than anybody else they have. What happened to Dwight McNeil? Yeah. What a weird, like, off a cliff. Who? <laughs> well, I, I know, like... like it's not even fair because I like the guy. I think he's a great player. I know. I think he's. I think he's in a bad. Him sport. and Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. I and mean, we're not. A, it's not Dwight McNeil's young enough. He can get on another team for sure. I no. I just think there's just those guys that are like what the heck. Yeah. What a weird. The all waste team. Yeah. Dwight McNeil. Chelsea won Brentford four. Now in the first half, unbelievable. When I, I think it was the first half when Ivan Tony toe poked it over the goal. I mean, he essentially had an open shot on goal. And missed it. I thought, oh, that's it. You know, Chelsea's going to win this probably two one, right. and that's going to easily be the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week For award sure. is going to go to Ivan Tony. And then I was going to gloat. I had I had it all pictured out in my head, Dave. Uh-huh. I was going to gloat about that championship to Premier League striker goal ratio, okay. which again is being proven true. And this miss was just another example of how he was never going to score probably even double-digit goals on the season. I say that not actually knowing what his goal total is so far. Then Rudiger. So so it's halftime. And by the way, if you looked at the final score and didn't watch this match and saw that it was 4-1 Brentford, the last thing you would expect was nil-nil at the half. His goal total is 11, Scott. Okay, so he's already double digits. He's not at the magic dozen yet. <laughs> he's not at a dozen yet. Okay, in your face, big well, guy. What was, what was his goal total last season? Wasn't it? It was a ton. Like 30s. 30 or yeah, something? 30. Yeah, yeah, but so they also played 44 games. Well. 40, no, it's a 46? Anyway, whatever. It's over 38. The ratio that. is holding up okay, even though I said single digits and it's double digits. Good for him. Are you sure that's not all competitions? It's in the Premier League. Fantasy right. 11 goals. Very good. All right, so then it's nil-nil halftime. Who would have thought it's, if you knew the final score first? Rudiger then scores, and you're like, oh, here we go, right? Here we go. And by the way, what a let's just give Rudiger credit. That man can score a goal. Yeah, Rudiger's a hell of a player. That was an outstanding goal. And then the rest of it was all Brentford. All Brentford. Is it is it Yanelt? 
Is yeah, that my pronouncing that right? Yeah. Is that the most worthless FPL brace that's ever been scored? Yeah. Well it has said. There might have been a few people that still had Embuemo playing, but you're yeah. not expect you chances of you playing Embuemo against this Chelsea. You have team, them on your bench it, at best. Yeah, he's buried on the yeah. bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't even tell me that you're starting Embuemo. Yeah, there might be some dead teams that started him. All right, so here's my question for you two gentlemen before we leave this match. This was definitely the shock result of the weekend. We've talked about this result a little bit in our previous episodes this week. So this is my final question on this match, and I want you to give me three numbers that equal 100. All right, so you're going to give me a ratio. What percentage of this Chelsea result is the Roman Abramovich issue, for lack of a better term? How much of this is coming off of an international break? And then how much of this is, I'll put, other? Give me a ratio. I, I need to know what to make of this result. How much of it is Roman? How much, of it is, how much of it is the international break? And how much of it is just something else? And how much of it is how much in of the it running is for the new next, next owner? How much Scott, of it is? I say 35% is Roman and club. Okay. I say the other 35% is... Is other meaning uh, they got people that just can't find the net. What's going on with okay. Lukaku? What's going on with Werner? And that leaves thirty for international Lukaku break. And Werner, what the crap? And then the other thirty percent. So you're oh, almost pulling O'Brien here. A little bit. Yeah. I honestly, I started heavier with a couple of the categories. I'm like, you know, I think I really, I kind of dialed it back as I really kind of dove into it. It is about the most Brian thing I could have done. So the <laughs> other thirty percent, right Scott, goes to what was the other category? International break. International break. Uh, they had a lot of players playing in international break. Yeah. Honestly, I think that number is probably a little bit less. I would honestly, I'd say I'd go, I'd drop that down to twenty, and then I would make the other two categories. Equal. I would make. Uh, equal. I'll 40, 40, 40, 20. 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, like that can't be help. You can't help but have that as part of the concern. I just can't imagine that that's the thing that makes them not show up for this. I, I just I, I do. I I, I would I, put I that. Blame, I blame the international break and them looking at it as Brentford and we're playing at home as like ninety eight percent of the reason. Wow. See, I'm totally different result. than you, Brian. I would say that the Roman Abramovich stuff is at least fifty. I think it, and it's not, and I hear you on what you're saying. Like the first match is a big deal, but there's a lasting effect here, and it's not, it's not gone away. Yeah, I there's just, still doubts about this club that is your current employer, for and sure. what's ha like. There's got to be ripple effects throughout everything that the club provides. Yeah, I just think that there wasn't really like, there wasn't like a lot of excuse making at the end. Like, there's not really anything other than, like, we got what we deserved here. Well, you do that like, when the I, answer is obvious, don't you? And the obvious answer is everything that's happening with Chelsea Football Club right now. I guess. I just I just feel like it's a... Maybe it's a convenient scapegoat answer. Maybe. I just feel like if it was any other time, any other big club playing against somebody dumb, that you would just say, we are totally guilty of overlooking our opponent. We okay. looked at We looked at the name on the schedule, and we thought, 
eh, we're at home. We're fine. <laughs> and it was fine. And that's what I'm saying. He, the way Tuchel said it is nobody saw the second half coming. So it's a second half. It's like a complete an utter letdown in the second half against one of the worst teams in the league by record. I just I feel like it's such a it's the hey, weirdest. They're sitting result. on thirty three weird result. They're sitting on thirty three points after thirty matches that they've played. Scott, they're they're that ratio is good. I yeah. think they're fine. I think there's four clubs in a relegation battle and yeah. it might not and even be And then it's be, everyone else. It might not be interesting. I just thought whenever this happened that the first thing you would have thought as Arsenal man was like, Oh my goodness. Oh, this absolutely! How did that Ab- happen? Absolutely! Oh boy! Yeah, the first Points thing Dave did dropped is yes. Third place is in our grasp. Here we go! Absolutely. Here we right go! Now. Crystal Palace Here we can't come. withstand our attack. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> Let's talk first about Wolves two Villa one. We've already discussed a little bit about this and and what's happening mentally at Villa. Ollie Watkins for me is my wasteful player. He's the Christian Menteke wasteful player of the week award. He, his misses led to dropped points here. Yeah. There, there's no doubt about it. And, I just and, think... and, a, and a post-game guilt trip by manager Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Which, if you're Watkins, I don't care what stats you gave us in the last episode, Brian. If I'm Holly Watkins and I know about my misses, like, I feel that. And then I hear Gerrard say that. How do you not feel like that's targeted at you a little bit? Yeah. It's just a weird game. This is two clubs sort of at the beach. Kind of. Right, well, like, no, except... no, Wolves, no, no, Wolves are within a shout of Europe. Yeah, They're, yeah, yeah. It's a win for them. Yeah. Do they it's... care about Europa Conference? They're supposed to. You're supposed to. Can I tell you what they probably cared about a little bit more, or maybe not? I found it fascinating that everybody around these two clubs wanted to call this the Black Country Derby, and everyone affiliated with the clubs past and present were like it's a it's a minor derby it's not the real black country derby it's like what is what is the deal here with what's, this match is it the yeah. black country derby or yeah. not what's the statute of limitations on derby <laughs> <laughs> for these two clubs it's expired apparently where, where does that wind down oh, oh, it was yeah, crazy we're in the last three seasons of the black country derby so uh hey, oh. let's give it all out of this one guys i just it's like can we just agree on something here please ryan you want to possibly discuss johnny in one of the last episodes no, just that here's the no, just that wolves like the the one guy that like because everyone was on Jimenez and everyone has Connor Cody or whatever, we should have thrown. It, I should have mentioned it for the last episode. It's just Johnny's crushing it right now. Since he came back to the starting lineup in game week twenty-eight, he's got thirty points. He's th- he's got the same number of points in since game week twenty-eight as Andy Robertson does. So this is a, a guy who's he's in the top three for everything that you can do offensively as a defender. So. Johnny, I'm not saying he's the he's not the reason why they're winning, but this is Johnny at the form that he was at the peak of Wolves when it was Doherty on one side and Johnny on the other. Jo- Johnny's playing just a fantastic game right now. I, we looked at it just a second ago. They play Newcastle this week. Then they're then they have a blank, and then they have two. I think it, what was it, Brighton and Burnley or something like that. After the he's a four or the, five after their blank. Yeah, he he's been he's been fantastic. So if you're wild carding late, you're you're taking out Ramsey in that spot, and you're going to jump. Yeah, if you were going to if you were going to someone from Wolves, you didn't have one of the Wolves people already. Like you're not J- doing a sideways move from a Wolves defender to another Wolves defender. But if you didn't have him and you wanted the guy, you were gonna and you were okay holding him through his blank in two weeks. 
Johnny would be the guy. Leeds won, Southampton won. Still love the fact that they have American manager Jesse Marsh at Leeds. They steal a no, they didn't steal a point. They earned a point in this one. JWP stole a point for Southampton in this one with his excellent free kick goal. We talked about that in the last episode. All I want to mention that we haven't talked about yet for this match is my honorary meaningless fantasy half point. Okay. One day, it will stop being noteworthy that there are female announcers for Premier League matches. Mm-hmm. There's a there's one who's a play-by-play announcer who's very good, and there's one who is a color commentator who's also very good. The color commentator one was on this match. Okay. Her name is Courtney Sweetman-Kirk. Okay. And she is the recipient of my honorary meaningless fantasy half point. Okay, good. Because when Jack Harrison scored... She made me laugh out loud. LOL, Brian, is what mm-hmm. that stands for. Wow. Mm-hmm. By referring to Harrison's goal as a scruffy one. Okay. And I liked that. It so was I a said, scruffy one. Honorary half point to you, Courtney. Good, good for you, Court. Thank you very much. Rafinha for... stealing the, for fantasy purposes, getting the, uh, didn't, uh, the touch didn't affect the intended target assist mm-hmm. uh, for Rafinha, which I think it was, uh, I don't know if it was Lego. Locked Mane. into it was one that. Of those other guys, it's, they they used the uh, the Dumbledore meme of uh, he got an assist for outstanding moral fiber. <laughs> okay. <laughs> which moral thought, fiber is an excellent. Which I thought phrase. was really funny. Uh, hey, Kyle Walker Peters gets the fantasy assist for the JWP goal. So Kyle Walker Peters, for me, would be my that would be my saint of choice. Yeah, is Kyle Walker Peters. Yeah, we've talked about that in past weeks. Yeah. He's he's back. He's, he's playing back. for real. Yep, yep. Saints' schedule is fine. He's not so expensive that you wouldn't mind having him. He's playing I like him it. In good matchup. Brighton and Norwich nil nil. I promise that we'd talk about this match a little bit. Ooh. There was so much wastefulness in this match that if anyone gave a shit about either club, we'd be talking about how wasteful this match was. I'm surprised Mope didn't get your wasteful. I mean, he, well, he straight missed a penalty kick. He, he I, missed that, a penalty me, kick. That, that's he boy. missed a couple of other chances. I put on my notes, if this had to do with the quantity of wastefulness, Neil Mope, hands down, has it for three weeks. Now, he did three weeks, weeks worth of misses in this one match. No question about it. Uh, you're, I can't remember how to pronounce his name. Rashika, Rashitsa. Uh, every yeah. announcer pronounces yeah. it a little bit differently. He had a terrible miss, skying it over. I loved. I watched a lot of indoor volleyball during the Summer Olympics this past summer in, in Tokyo, I love Japan. Volleyball. Oh wow! And when when a you know when a setter or a spiker decides not to you know to spike it. They or, or to set up the spike, they'll sometimes do that tip over the net to yeah. try to catch the defense off guard. Sam Byron did one of those in the penalty box in this match. Just reached up and tipped the ball over uh, Lewis Dunk and, of course, earned a penalty kick, the one that Neil Mope led to his miss. That was just a comedy of errors in that moment. But here's, here's the thing that really makes me smile. It's the last note I have on this match. Final whistle blows. And there's a sizable number of Brighton fans who could be heard booing. Who do you think you are? Yeah, you're Brighton. That has in been April. that has been the Brighton story of this season is the the weird buoy nature <laughs> expectations of, of Brighton fans this season. It is false expectations. You're yeah. going, you are Brighton in April. I hear you have beautiful beaches. Go enjoy them. Your club does this time every year. Why does this catch you off guard? Don't understand it at all. Um, Neil Mope has now missed three of his last seven penalty kicks in all competitions. <laughs> Keep for, kicking for them, the bud. BBC. I'm, Somewhere, I, Leandro Trossard saying, 
what do I have to I do? I know. I can't imagine that. Well, I would imagine, too, that uh, that Pascal Gross could do them better as well. And he was out there, wasn't he? He started this match. Uh, <laughs> you <again>. don't know. <laughs> I, whether this actually happened or not, I'm, I'm yeah. taking your word for yeah, it. Yeah, this match didn't oh. actually happen. No one watched it. So let's go on to another match we discussed already. I, it's like I'm reading it from behind a newspaper and pulling down the top of it to say, oh, what's that? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Neil Pope. That's uh, all bright. Uh, Pope uh, did a great job. Pope. Pope. Pope kicked it over the, uh, kicked, he, skied the uh, he skied the penalty. That's all they deserve in April anyway. Alexis McAllister, man of the match. You said it wrong again. <laughs> Mac? He, he meant yes, Alistair. Uh, Alex Macaster. He, did, there you go. he yes. picked it. Uh, he had a lot of shots. Yes. Mac, Mac Alexis Alistair. United won, Leicester won. We discussed these two clubs at some length. Cristiano Ronaldo obviously not playing. Out with illness. Yeah, right. It's okay. called I Wanted an Extra Day in Portugal's Beaches. Sometimes he's sick, Scott. Um, he's okay. ill. I, don't know. I no, thought I thought illness. Cristiano Ronaldo looked at illness and laughed. Do you want to play a home match against Leicester City when you're ill, Scott? Uh, I rolled my eyes for those who are only listening to this. Podcast. How many wins have they gotten when Ronaldo's not playing? I hear it's none or it's none zero. in the last six or something zero, like that. Zero like yeah. on the season. Zero wins when Ronaldo's not hey. playing. There's two guys, not just the what the heck happened to Dwight McNeil. What the heck, Marcus Rashford. I know. I know Luke Shaw's on that list, but man, oh man, yeah, weird. Anthony I, I, I don't doubt though, but I'm on record for saying this: United's a dumpster fire. Oh, I yeah. think someone's going to get Marcus Rashford, and I hope it's Arsenal. Him and it's going to be, it's going to be unbelievable. I hope he comes to Ar- when he comes to play again, wherever that is. Oh man, I know. I agree. Completely agree. Every time I see Anthony Ilanga in the starting lineup, he, there's nothing wrong with him. Hey, would Potch develop him? Because I feel like that was his thing, was was getting the best out of so many players Deli. like that. They're getting players that, that were like, hey, this is what you yeah, need to do Rashford to get to there. Yeah, but Rashford isn't like he's a – I don't think – I mean, this is the charity. No, 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 no. no this yeah. is a charity-giving guy. This isn't the go-out-on-the-weekends-party-with-Grealish-and-Foden guy. Yeah, this is the guy who's well, doing – yeah, he's doing, like, legit charity. I, I don't know I what else is going legit on. charity, but at the like, same time – Like, he doesn't get a free pass for everything because he's doing the charity. Oh, no, no, OGS, I, I OGS said he needs to focus more on football at one point when he was still manager of this club and well, get it, out of the government work. Maybe maybe he does need to do some – Why social are social. you concentrating on school lunches? <laughs> Forget the kids, is what you're saying. I wanted to do an accent, but it was going to be so poor. (laughs) Forget. Forget the kids uh, is what might be out there in various places. No, I just just wonder, because it feels like the kind of thing, like Ollie Watkins at Villa, where it's like, come on, man, who who are you playing for? What what contract where are you, like, hoping you're going to end up in? It just doesn't seem like they would do that to Marcus Rashford. And I just wonder, because all the rumors, everything is – is Pochettino like is he, when he's done at at PSG? Is he coming to man? You know, is he going to be Manchester? Right. It's like a so. final two yeah. race Whatever. for manager. I just wonder if that might not be the but thing. Though, don't like, forget one other thing. I mean, this is a Manchester product, Marcus Rashford. Yep. So that that matters too. I I have to believe he would choose to stay home if there's a reason to over going somewhere else. Yeah. All right, moving on to Sunday's matches. West Ham. Don't two. you want to say something about McTominay not getting a red? How in the world? Who? He's just For fantasy like reasons, it's not. It's not. I know, but it's reckless. 
How does that not get looked at? I feel like Brian, the number of times somebody does Brian. something like that and you walk over, you immediately get the little finger no. box in the air. For sure. And the, the, and the ref goes over and takes a look. Again, I'm just so it, – it's only my apathy towards – I don't – I never know what's a foul anymore or not. No. The way they scrutinized Veron no. getting getting his ankles kicked to little tiny bits by I know. by Iannaccio, and they didn't do the same thing for – That's what I'm saying. Whatever. I, it's crazy. It doesn't make any sense. I, the, uh, the obvious answer to that, Brian, is that one led to a goal and one didn't. But hey, it shouldn't matter. And Fred is the third best player in Manchester United behind yeah. – uh, Someone and Bruno. Considering he was 14th best last season, that's a big improvement. Yeah. West Ham 2, Everton 1, as I started to say, Sunday's matches. We've been talking about double-doubles in this podcast. I'll give you a Cresswell double. Oh, man. Free kick, and then a chest kick. And then almost a face kick. It was almost It was almost a uh, – Richarlison tried to sell it like as a face kick. Like the one time Richarlison actually gets blasted, right? Like – yeah. Richarlison had a right to be rolling around the ground grabbing something. Now, Scott, whether or not he was grabbing the proper body part, I don't know. <laughs> but he at least had a valid point to be grabbing something. Yeah, but di- didn't it feel a little cathartic at the same time to see Richarlison get kicked? I know. I, it, it should it, have been a red In the horrible part of card. me, I felt like, oh, you know what? You've had that coming for years. VAR looked at it and said, nah, not red. Yeah, and add that to the list of what doesn't WTF. make WTF. Yeah. But Cresswell does have an amazing moment before that, scoring a very, I mean, a, a JWP. It was James Ward-Prowse's goal. Yeah. <laughs> you stole it right out of my mouth. Yeah, for sure. Still, no one, well, only James Ward-Prowse is getting close, but nobody, how is nobody Dimitri Payet yet? There's nobody like him. Who? Come on. Stop is it. he still playing? In of course s- he somewhere. Is. In France. Is he, is he not, making an impact on any team? In not, France, yes. He not, is making an impact. Okay. And he's happy, more importantly. Yeah, that's, right. that's the important thing. Very I think good. Hey, Michael Antonio. I'm finally, glad he's finally, happy. Antonio finally got you something if you held on to him. He should have gotten a goal, but he instead gets the deflection assist. Is that what you're referring to? Well, just he got an assist. The fact yeah. that he got a point that wasn't for just showing up. <laughs> no, Jared Bowen. I, I just I feel like this the whole everything about West Ham and Everton. The whole thing is Jared Bowen. Just the shock that not only is he fit, but that he started. Like after all of this, with the way that the injury looked and all that stuff, and Jared Bowen comes back and he single handedly, you know, he is the reason why West Ham beat Everton. Yeah, uh, just what a. What a what a guy! What a great season, <laughs> Jared Bowen. I just uh, what a what a horrible horrible fantasy time to show up. Uh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> First five, Newcastle one. If you oh, haven't heard, Spurs, goodness gracious! If you have not heard our stats Man. episode featuring Brian's uh, list of stats on Spurs. Go back and listen. All I put in here was. Son, Daugherty, Kane, oh my. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. And not only that, but everybody except, like, Lloris gave you some kind of fantasy return. Because Newcastle, I think, scored the first goal of this match, didn't they? And then Newcastle yeah, sure, sure, sure got the first one. Yeah. So that's something. All right, Dave. As promised, the final match of the weekend, technically, the Monday night match. No Wait, what's the shelf life of the Conte Spurs experience here? Like, this took them a minute. Now they're flying. Oh, you I think got it's the, two seasons? I have the op, I have the easy answer to this. Next season? Are you sure you want to ask this now? Because I'm about to give it all away. 
I'm just yeah. I just am curious. You you just say that there this is not going to last. I'm just wondering how long you think this is going to last. October first. Oh okay. That's wow. That's coming up. You guys better get better get. Your <laughs> no, they'll game. finish this season fine, and then they'll start poorly next season. Okay. And it will end. See si Nuno Espirito Santo. I don't know. It feels different. <laughs> it's not different. He's legit. The only difference, Conte's legit. No, he's emotional. He's well. He's a. He's he's more legit. He than is Nuno. legit. He's. He, you can't say he's legit when three weeks ago he said I didn't realize how bad it was here. Oh really? He did whoa, say, whoa, 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 stop! That is like the most honest thing he could have said. We're, I'm not gonna. We're, I Dave, we you slam and I him. sitting in your dining room knew how bad it was. I understand. He'd been there for weeks at that point. Listen, sometimes it takes a minute for things to sink no. in. Look, as October. much as I don't love Antonio Conte, yeah, but Scott, it's undeniable that he wins where he goes. Okay, so for a spell, but he wins. Okay, how many other people can't win, Dave? I Not think, even for a spell. I, I think it's likely. I think it's 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 possible. Even I think it's within their control now since they play Arsenal still and Arsenal we're about to get to the fact that they lost I think it's within their control now to finish fourth they need a result against Arsenal and to get more points outside of that than Arsenal it's very likely that they can ride this spell. I'm just saying the spell is going to be short-lived at Spurs. It's going to I, be this I, I just I wonder just, if they fix the up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down that was for 10 games that was plaguing well, them. Well, what happens when they finish fourth and Kane asks to leave again this summer? Well, so this is the thing. So Matt Doherty was one of the guys I think that was – he's on the chopping block not too long ago. And now that he's, he's – he, the preference, he's the preferred – player at his position i think he's won the spot over emerson royal who was also extremely good here like it's another it gets a a royal and doherty both get goals here it's just that when doherty they like doherty said kind of like kind of like the question of where so like kind of like what's next and his response boiled down to where else would i want to go but tottenham and i just thought like weird and okay like, if this really is players that are buying in as far down as Matt Doherty, he, Conte gets two signings, two people, Kuliszewski and Bentecourt come in, and they do this enough that they are now, like, where they were floundering. It felt like they were just floundering for so long. For sure. And now it's like they're dropping five on a Newcastle team that was like we did, like like that has has been pointed out it's one of the decent. best teams been in the league of this calendar year i get it i mean it's a home match but still like 5-1 no way never would have guessed that as a final scoreline for this anyway no, for sure wasn't this about arsenal no uh, it's you about were, to you be. were getting there it's about to be um Spurs have been fantastic, and I hate to see that uh, as an Arsenal fan. And now, yeah, like there's a battle for fourth when I thought Arsenal kind of had that in hand after the result today. God bless, man. Vieira owns Pep and his subjects. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Vieira. Talk about players buying into somebody. Holy oh, cow. my gosh. Scott, you've already had a mea culpa on Vieira, and. Uh, yeah, you know it is what it is at this point. But you're right, man. Those guys buy in. They Palace is a perfect beach team. They're anything but that. They yeah. thrashed Wolves a couple weeks ago. They drew City, and then yeah. I was absolutely worried about this. And it 
exactly happened. Yeah, Arsenal played better in the second half, but it didn't matter. Uh, Palace was fantastic today, and Arsenal was less than clinical and, again, looked like little pups that needed to learn how to win matches. Palace won. And so I, I'm not going to say anything else about it other than the fact, again, that Vieira is record, Vieira's record against Pep Guardiola and his um, disciple, Mikel Arteta, is really good. Yeah. So I don't know how Palace does against anyone else the rest of the way going out. But I know this. If we're looking for teams with guys who want to play, Palace is one of those teams. Now, I don't think coming back to Arsenal, that this should affect anything on how you want to choose your Arsenal players going Yeah, what's out. the response here? I mean, I think I, the, response, the best of you, it was, I feel like it was similar to Tuchel's response after the Brentford loss where I was like, that's not good enough. Right. Like, what, we, should, we shouldn't be. It was a poor be. first half effort. I think um, if he could do it all over again, he might have made a selection. I, I think he got, he absolutely got outmanaged in the first half. Uh, and it how many to, times are you going to be able to say that about Mikel Arteta this season before you want a managerial change? I think that's what are you saying that they haven't been successful? I'm saying that they're, you they're have in, said four different times. They are this tied season? for fourth in fifth on goal differential with a game in hand. Granted, it's against Chelsea compared to where they, they were beat Chelsea to start. The, and they can beat Chelsea they, compared to where they were when they started this season. This season has been nothing but a success so far. Now, in fairness, it's the business end of the season. If they have a complete collapse, Scott, here at the end of the season, you know, a lot of people are going to be be questioning that. It's a young team. they got to learn how to win in the business end of the season. So, in fact, they have the youngest starting team in the league. It's been like that all season. I was glad that Martinelli came off the bench and did not. I wish he would have started. I know. It was fantastic. Again, he looked really good. Arsenal's banging posts and didn't score, and it is what it is. No, I have, because I have You started it. I have Martinelli. Are you going to keep him? Heck yeah, I'm keeping him. Yeah, you should. He looks different. I just don't, I don't know how else to say. Like, there's no, there's no other eye test guy for Arsenal than him. Like, he, I feel like it's a different, they, they just play different, and he plays different. His energy brings up everyone else when yeah. he's out there. Um, Arsenal has a double in 33 and 36. One so. of my moves one of my moves last week, one of the many moves I made last week was to sell uh, Jimenez to bring in Mateta for Crystal Palace. Wow. Good so that you. was one of my – and I, I should have kept him. Wow. I should have kept him over Salah. Wow, wow, wow. That's, <laughs> the, that's the truth of it. That's, that's um, amazing. But he's uh, buried in my second spot on my bench, which is fantastic, so there's no chance of me um, getting him. In yeah, any, don't hate that move way. at all. Mateta is was it a five two? If only he's five two. Yeah, um, the the money has been on uh, Cucho from Watford, so everybody's gone to Cucho. But I, I to me, I I would rather have the team that is actually good. At, so. and <laughs> in form and playing, even though they have nothing to play. The danger for. with Mateta is just that he's a he's like a sixty five minute guy. So okay. he he's going to get out there. They're going to like in good matchups. I think he's going to be useful. But he's been he's been outstanding. Well, and, and he's 5.2. What are you going to do? What, 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 how many times are you going to play him? My, my answer is Arsenal will respond, and I don't think you need to worry about their assets. Okay. It was a Monday night night game at Palace. And they really hate those saw, Monday nights. And they don't do well. On, <laughs> Arsenal has proven this season they have really sucked on Monday nights. Yeah, yeah it's a good thing. They, they've played more Monday night games than anyone else. So one does not <laughs> simply walk fun. into Selhurst Park. That's exactly right. On a Monday night. Yeah. The cheerleaders yeah. were very nice. Apparently, you know, yeah. later later at night, the yep. more attractive they become. Yep. That's, That's a fact. Scientific fact. 
All right, we need to bring this not an FBL podcast episode to an end. Cruising. Did we cruise through some things tonight? It's fantastic. I am uh, excited for the next week and the upcoming doubles. Patreon.com. Check out FBL America podcast. I can't After wait. After Wednesday, before to check, Friday. To check out the League Cup matches. We will have League Cup matches on and, and everything you need to know about who you're playing if you're part of the FBL America podcast league. I love it. For the FBL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.